Welcome to St. Augustine this evening, the Mike Davis Show. It is Wednesday the 18th. We're glad you're here with us. we got a great show for you. It's me and Amanda. It's been a while since we've kind of free thought and ran through all kinds of topics. And boy, we have a lot of topics to run through. We do. Why is the the morning show teleprompter running? It's not. It looks like it's running to me. It looks like it's running all kinds of things about the Florida man. uh, Van Strange might have. Van Strange. I know. I think Van Strange has gotten in here and gotten to, to Pete's teleprompter. Well, it's possible. I know. If Van Strange got a hold of it, then I'm so scared of what's about to pop up on that thing. There is no telling <laughs> what we're about to see. If we see babes with mullets yes. and bikinis, I'm, I'm out. Well, I'm I, noping I, out. I think I'm going to watch just to see if it is babes <laughs> with mullets and bikinis. That can be kind of interesting for Van Strange. Mm. But the Florida Man games are coming. You can they listen are to coming. the morning show and they'll tell you all about them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to watch the preview of what Pete was going to show everybody tomorrow. So. You should follow Van Strange on Facebook as well. Ah, is there a Facebook page mm-hmm. for Van Strange? Yep. I'm following. I haven't followed somebody in a lifetime. Mm-hmm. I haven't even followed you. So it's, <laughs> no, that's, that's true. That's <laughs> legit. <laughs> Whenever I tell him about my weekend, I'm like, oh, you really never go on Facebook and you're not my friend on Facebook. <laughs> I think you would probably not accept it. You'd leave me in, what is that called? Um, purgatory? That would be purgatory. Yeah. You'd probably um, like, nah, I'll just leave Mike in I'm purgatory. pretty sure once I started working on this show, I sent you a friend request. Oh, crap. So I, need I am go. in purgatory. <laughs> I need to go. The Catholic has left me in purgatory. <laughs> you're, Awkward. You're there with about thousand other people you're in great company some of them are really good friends but unlike those other thousand people i'm not asking for financial donations for my costs (laughs) no you are not you're not uh sorry so speaking of financial Financial donations donations. (laughs) solomon services is the premier place for personal training here in saint augustine they have a state-of-the-art facility with indoor and outdoor turf areas they can help you in all levels of fitness they can also are we echoing again did we forget to do something you're getting older. I can tell because you're forgetting things. Uh, they have small group strength and fitness classes. If you've been injured, they can help you get back in shape, get on the court or the field in better shape. Um, and all of their coaches are certified through the National Strength and Conditioning Association. Call them today, 461-9945. That's 904. While it's still the only 904, 461-9945. <laughs> or visit their website, solomonservices.com and sign up today. This is a PSA. If you have my phone number, could you text me at 445 to remind me to check the echo button? That'd be great. 445 from Monday through Thursday. (laughs) Text me and remind me about the echo button. All right. Solar Stick. They don't need anybody to text them because they're awesome. They were established in 2006. Solar Stick is a local portable power company proudly committed to American manufacturing, constant innovation, and creating jobs right here in St. Augustine, Florida. Solar Stick's focus on providing solutions for self-sufficiency helps users all over the world complete missions and save lives. Solar Stick, changing lives, saving lives, and reviving American manufacturing. Another group who are awesome and never forget to check the echo button are the folks at Bozard Ford Lincoln in St. Augustine. This is a locally owned family-run dealership, and they are amazing. Their goal is to make sure your time and experience buying a car is stress-free, fun, and enjoyable. Bozard is the dealership that's been in business since 1949. They have been the recipient of numerous dealer awards, including being ranked number one automotive dealership in the nation by Dealer Raider. Bozard Ford also has won back-to-back President's Awards, which is the highest honor given by Ford Motor Company. Check them out today online at BozardFord.com or head down there, say hi to Bo and Letty, and have a Jiffy Burger. Ignore that guy over there. The Jiffy Burger is the best burger at Ford's garage. And A to Z, roofing and waterproofing, they offer free estimates. They've been serving St. John's County for over 20 years. They offer painted metal roofs for saltwater area homes with warranties up to 25 years. And they have shingle roofs with warranties up to 50 years. A to Z also does tile roofing, cedar shake shingles, designer roof coverings. Oh my gosh, they do it all. They do flat roof coverings as well. You can go to their website, A to T-O-Z, roofing and waterproofing.com. Give them a call, 669-8037. I think I heard Chuck McCone say, you can call them first or you can call them last. Just call them. Yes. I did hear that one time. So just yep. give them a call. They will mm-hmm. help you out. They're absolutely awesome. And under the Bozard Ford community update page, the World Changers Concert 
The event is December 8th uh, at the amphitheater here in St. Augustine. You can buy tickets and you can donate those to Mm -hmm. first responders uh, and military veterans or members in the current military. So we encourage you to do that. It's a great cause. Absolutely. Um, Veterans Day celebration, November the 11th, is hosted by the Veterans Council of St. John's Mm -hmm. County. It will be held at Anastasia Baptist Church at 11 o'clock. Get there early. Mm -hmm. There's so much stuff to do. Get there early so you can can check everything out. I got a great guest speaker as well, and they are going to honor everyone who uh, served in the War on Terror, which is with a 20-year global war. Absolutely. And then there's a Celebrate America concert. That's another really great um, veteran celebration. I believe that's November 10th. Mm-hmm. at Trinity Episcopal, um, all sorts of patriotic hymns and hymns that are important to the military. And that's a really fun and moving event. Yes. So no, all kinds of things going on here. If you have more stuff, send it to us. We'll let you know. Also, Say's Auction yes. is usually the week before Thanksgiving, but this year it is this weekend on Sunday oh, wow. at Tradewinds. Okay. Yours truly will be there donating what little talent I have to try to help the children. Mm-hmm. Troy Blevins will be carrying me along. Yeah? Yes, he's got lots of talent. Is this where you guys dress up as girls? Is this the, the no, no women? No, 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 no. Thank you for throwing that image out there. <laughs> Troy and I dressed as bosom buddies. Thanks. Mm-hmm. I think it's been done on TV. I think you guys could pull off the Tootsie look. I don't think we could. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to try. I will Davey told find, me yesterday not to try, and I'm listening to Davey's advice. I will advice. find I you not, a sparkly dress. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Thank you very much. That'll be a waste of money. Buy one for yourself. Louie will be happier. Uh, I'll buy one for my daughter. She'll Louis actually wear will it. Be, listen, how your daughter's wearing black She wants leather. my leather pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My 14-year-old daughter wants my leather pants. Yep. The last time I wore them, she was about... Nine months old. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Congratulations. Thanks. I came back in them. I did. All right. So we have all kinds Once. of crazy news. Mm-hmm. Let's do Speaker of the House update first. All right. So Republicans proving that they can't get to a magic number of 218. Um, Republicans just can't get it up, huh? They that just can't, can't get it up. Do it, right? Just can't get up to the total they need. Um, Great. They, again, uh, about 20 people this time, it, I think it was 12 yesterday, voted against Jim Jordan. Mm-hmm. Supposed to be another vote tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, John Rutherford voted against Jim Jordan again. I talked to other friends that have called Rutherford's office. I will probably call again tomorrow morning. Is he a little my, salty? My friend yesterday said that it took him five or six tries to get through. Mm-hmm. I was lucky enough to get right through at about 4.30 yesterday. Yeah. Um, but I am, I am calling again. You talk I, to a staffer, though, I right? I talk to a staffer. You're mm-hmm. never going to talk to the, the congressman or the senator. That rarely yeah. happens. They're too busy working or fundraising. Yeah. Take your pick. I think everyone that wants Jim Jordan to be Speaker of the House, we should just send Jimmy Johns to every single mm-hmm. representative. Mm-hmm. And then they've just got the name Jimmy in front of them. I, I just, I don't get it. Um, <laughs> I truly do not get the, let's get to work. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get this done and get moving. Uh, McCarthy's not coming back. It wasn't working with McCarthy. Yeah. And every day that we're wasting time is one day, you know, that the Biden administration gets free out of Congress. Mm -hmm. When the Democrats were in charge of Congress, uh, there was none of this shenanigans going on. They just impeached Trump twice. Right. They said, okay, you gave us the gavel. (sighs) We're going to do exactly what we said. We're going to impeach him twice. Mm -hmm. Once was not enough because it didn't work. We're going to do it again. And you know the, the definition of insanity is? Uh-huh. Oh, I know. <laughs> yes. What John Rutherford is doing right now, that's the definition yeah. of insanity. I've met him. I think he's a nice person, but man, talk about misguided. And, you know, I'm sure there are very conservative people within our community that are saying, if he doesn't vote for Jim Jordan, I'm not, I'll vote for anybody who runs against him. Mm-hmm. Now, I think it's highly unlikely you're going to unseat John Rutherford because mm-hmm. most of his district is in Duval County. Uh, yeah. Duval's still pretty conservative, but he was a, he was a good uh, law enforcement officer there for a long time. But this is the kind of stuff that wears you thin with constituents, and a yeah. well-funded uh, insurgent um, could win a primary against you. Nominate Mike Davis. No, I don't want to be it. <laughs> I, don't, I, I have no desire to run yeah. insurgently against anybody. I really, truly don't. Dylan um, Romero. I, I'll vote for Dylan. I just want somebody to, to, when they go up there, to actually get some work done. Yeah. And I made a comment last night to a friend of mine. Now, how many times, well, so right now where they're at is they don't like the speaker. Mm-hmm. So they're not, the, people that are telling you we need bipartisanship mm-hmm. are not being bipartisan within their own party. Yeah. 
Now, granted, you can say there were some people that weren't, right, that mm-hmm. caused McCarthy to be voted, what, 18 times before they got him through. Yeah. So I get that. I get you're salty about that. It happened earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. I understand. But you're always preaching to us how we should be bipartisan and get work done. Mm-hmm. But here's your opportunity to get the best deal you can and get work done and move along. And you're the one holding it up. Mm-hmm. So are you really talking about bipartisanship or you just want your way or no way? Which which one is that? I'm always yeah. kind of concerned by the bipartisanship of that. Um, and the other one is so many times in my life, I watch Washington stick it to us, mm-hmm. the taxpayers, the citizens, the small yeah. business owners, screw us over. Mm-hmm. All kinds of rules, regulations, taxes, everything, and not give a damn. Yeah. And expect us to go to work the next day. And you know what? We do because we're Americans. Yeah. We're not, we're not, we're pissed about it, but we don't hold everything up because mm-hmm. we're mad about that one decision. We go ahead and go to work. Mm-hmm. We get our job done. Yep. Tomorrow, Congress is still going to do something I'm mad about or mm-hmm. not do something that I wanted done. Yeah. I'm still going to go to work every day. So, Congress, get off your ass and go to work. This is why I'm a big proponent of the fair tax, because you can decide whether you want to pay taxes or not. It's actually very environmentally friendly because you don't pay fair tax on anything that is used. Once the fair tax is paid on a new purchase, it is paid. So it untaxes used car sales, used house sales. But so you can decide whether you want to fund the government or not Mm -hmm. by shopping wisely and buying used things. It would also incentivize manufacturers to make things that last. It would incentivize people to not be so frivolous with their spending. But the rich people are going to buy new stuff because they want new stuff. So I think the fair tax is a much better option than a compulsory penalty on productivity, which is what we have right now. Yes. I I can't avoid paying taxes right now. But if we had the fair fair tax, I wouldn't have to pay. So Neil Borch was your uncle? Hmm? I love Neil Borch. <laughs> I talked to him on air on his radio show. Did you really? Because there was a dolphin story. And oh. since I was a dolphin trainer, he, he let me on. They let you on the air. Um, Congratulations. So I commented on what was in the headline at the time. And then he asked me the question that mm-hmm. people always ask me when they find out I'm a dolphin trainer. Yeah. And he talked to me for longer than three minutes. I I, I just, I, I like Neil Borch's show. I thought that was a pretty good mm-hmm. fair tax. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I think... Uh, Congressman Rutherford is going to get some tough questions when he comes back to the district. He clearly doesn't know how to take the temperature of of his his constituents, of the increasing demographics in the conservative movement. I mean, you've got a larger than average number of young people coming into the conservative movement, and they don't want the shenanigans of, you know, crony partisanship they don't want that so we actually kind of didn't want kevin mccarthy to begin with and we're kind of happy that he's out anyway and we don't mind jim jordan so get off your butt and vote for him we're sick of it i think amanda has summed up the feelings of both of us yes and a whole lot of of our constituents Mm -hmm. so anyway all right we've got um stories about vicky okay we have kidnap 101 okay Flash dance just for Barbara Jean. Uh, Air DeSantis. Mm-hmm. And then the most disgusting story that's out there, the Natalie Holloway story. Um, let's do the Natalie Holloway and then we can laugh um, the rest of the show. All right. So Jordan Vandersloot. Jordan. Uh, huh? Jordan. Jackass. Jackass. We'll just Better. call him J.A. Well, J- he's Dutch, J- so it'd be J- hackass, J-B, wouldn't it be? Yeah, whatever <laughs> he is. But they anyway, he confessed to... Um, the killing today. Yep. Uh, horrible, tragic end um, yeah. to Natalie Holloway's life. Mm-hmm. Has drug her family through just years of turmoil and mm-hmm. grief. And anyway, it's just not a good story. I'm yes. glad that it's coming to a close for the family. It doesn't change uh, the horrible things yeah. that happened. I don't like that he gets to serve his Peruvian sentence and his American sentence concurrent. Um, I think that he should serve them one after the other, uh, even if that means he comes back and serves in the United States because he could be out by 2046. And I mean, you're going to be long gone, but I'm still going to be here and so are my kids. I'll only be 80. I'll just be warming up surfing at 80. (laughs) He's a prime example of why you should teach your kids how to handle the word no, because that's what happened. He heard no, 
from someone that he decided was beneath him. And he decided that that was offensive enough to end her life. Uh, because he doesn't hear no, and how very dare you tell me no. And so, rather than merely assault her, he caved in her face, according to his own testimony, and I believe that he should have that done to him. You're kind of like my mom's theory of uh, retribution and justice. Mm -hmm. Mom was like, whatever they did to someone else, that's what should happen to them. Yeah. So. Yep. You know, if he goes to the right prison, it just might. Well, he's in a Peruvian prison. I'm not wishing that, but I'm just saying it just might. He's in a Peruvian prison. Um, Don't know how well that prison has been financed to keep him safe. Yep. Um, So, who knows? I think he wasn't sad that he got to come here for an extortion case. Mm -hmm. But the fact that he not only murdered this woman because she had the audacity to tell him no, um, he then tortured her family for... Mm -hmm. Uh, nigh on two decades. Yes. Just because he could. You said you were on the island like two years later? The next year. So what year was that? So we were on in Aruba in 2007, I believe. So it's been, yeah. It was right before my one year anniversary. Dang, yeah. Um, Louie and I were trying to like sneak off. We were staying with my parents. We were on vacation with my parents. And so like we didn't have our own room. We had, you know, a shared space. And so we're like, oh, we'll go and like make out on the beach. Um, turns out they didn't they didn't take too kindly to young people wandering off in the darkness towards the waves at that point. Everywhere uh, everywhere we tried to make out, there was security. Um, Louis was like, I don't want to get arrested for making out with my wife. We're going to go back to the room now. Well, I can understand that. Yeah. I can yes. understand the caution and all of that. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Um, we were there within a year. We hired a local that took us around the island. He gave us a very thorough and enjoyable tour. And got to show off the good, the bad, and the ugly of Aruba. It's really a beautiful mm-hmm. island, and that meant a lot to us. Yeah. Um, he did talk to us about what their theories were and about the power of that family on that island, and so that was illuminating as well. Um, turns out he wasn't wrong. It, what he thought happened, happened. And I absolutely can see why we never found her, because the way that island is with the currents, if you're on the right side of the island, you drop something in the ocean, you're never finding it again. Well, they talk, Susan uh, Johnson said uh, supposedly he killed another woman before her. It was after her. After her. Okay. Um, that we know about. So the judge did call him out because he was like, I'm a changed person. I'm not that person anymore. Ah. And the judge is like, uh, sorry, you, set, you murdered two women years oh. apart from each other, both because they told you no. So I'm not buying the I'm a, I'm a changed person. And after that, again, you tortured their families. Um, and extorted them. And so, like, yeah, I'm not buying the changed man story. I do think, like I said, I wish that they were not concurrent sentences. I don't know if that was part of getting the getting the confession, which I really feel like that's what the parents wanted more than anything else. It's about, about all they could get. Yeah. That and some clo- for closure. Yeah. So. And so he cannot be tried for anything that's in that confession, which sucks for us on this planet, but um, I'm a believer in Jesus Christ, and mm-hmm. I know he will be punished elsewhere, mm-hmm. even if he isn't sufficiently punished here. Yeah. Okay. There's the little, is it little Nikki that they're in, <laughs> in hell and Satan ha- does never, his rounds? I've never watched little Nikki. <laughs> I think it's little Nikki and Satan does Nikki. his rounds never. and he um, forcefully uh, inserts a pineapple backwards up the tailpipes of any of the worst offenders that made their way. I kind of missed that whole thing, but I feel like I've seen it now. (laughs) So the bad guy from World War II from Germany, he pops in whenever there's a scene in hell. And it's like, it's time. And they have to go. I may never look at pineapples again the same (laughs) way. Oh, gosh. All right. So um, going on to to other subjects and and less, less deep. Subjects we've hit mm-hmm. the okay. Um, we got Vicky's Kidnap 101, Flash Dance, and Air DeSantis. You know which one Barbara Jean wants. Should we make her wait? Yes, of course. <laughs> of course, we should make her wait. Barbara Jean has to wait. Uh, so, Air DeSantis, Air DeSantis. So, Ron DeSantis uh started his own airline. I'm just Did kidding. He? Uh, they brought back some, some people from Israel, 
Did he buy the private jets from uh, those who? Had- I don't know who bought the <laughs> private. I uh, seriously doubt that it's state money involved. Because if it is, there would probably be 8 million investigations and all kinds of people yeah. um, getting on it. But according to PJ Media, uh, Florida ran, uh, Ron DeSantis um, cut through the red tape to rescue Floridians stranded in Israel. What we didn't know, he's also planning to pick up non-Floridian Americans as well as uh, those Joe Biden dumped in Greece. So I don't know if you heard there was a flight out of Israel. They got him to Greece and then left them there and said, hey, work your way home. Wow. Plus the uh, Troy Blevins policy of you need to pay for your flight home. There's that. Which I disagree with. Which, so my argument against that is um, either these people were residents and didn't have a flight home because they were were not planning to leave. They were planning to stay there and live there. So they didn't have a ticket that they could um, rework to get a flight home. But then you have people like my friends who were on a trip. They had an a return flight, but they obviously couldn't use it. And so, you know, they were able to figure out their way home. Yep. Um, I'm trying to look what path they took because they did get home, I believe, uh, Sunday, Saturday or Sunday they got mm-hmm. home. They did. Uh, DeSantis was in Tampa to greet them mm-hmm. uh, when they when they got back. Uh, he told Megan Kelly, uh, we knew there'd be people that wanted to get back, many hundreds, maybe even more than a thousand. And they were not getting any luck with the State Department or the embassy. So I did an executive um, order, right? Um, mm-hmm. First plane had 271 people on Sunday night, mm-hmm. uh, 91 children on board. Uh, Ron DeSantis, our governor, went on to say, you know, I had mothers that were stranded there with three or four kids. I had a family with 10 kids that they were trying to get back to Florida. He explained that the rescue flights were not limited to Floridians. If there are people that are struggling to get to Georgia, New York, or wherever, this sentence I loved. Yeah. We're all Americans and we want to help people, but it's limited to Americans. Yeah. So he's doing everything he can to get Americans back, regardless of what state they're from, mm-hmm. um, and get them back in the USA. So my friends were able to leave from Jordan uh, to, I believe, New York and then Chicago. And then they drove home from there. Yeah. So they were able to to make it back. They they did have to, and they're like I said, they're they were there because um, the father, the patriarch of the family, is um, very very sick and has been told he doesn't have much time left, and they wanted to see the Holy Land one more time before he passes. And they had to walk their way out. Mm-hmm. I mean, he couldn't walk six months ago, and there was no there was no um, special treatment or special dispensation for the fact that he was in poor health. So they did have to walk across the border into Jordan and then they were able to find transportation and they did find a hotel that they could stay in until there was room on a flight for all of them to go. So there were five of them traveling. They weren't going to leave their kids behind. Mm -hmm. They weren't going to send their kids, you know, into uncertainty without them. And so they had to wait for five seats altogether (laughs) or five seats on the same flight. I know. Listen, it's just, a. I I hope that everyone gets home, gets home quickly and safely. Mm -hmm. Um, People always ask me, and you and I have talked about this, do you want to go to that region? I'm like, no, I'm good. I'm yeah. good. I'm okay. Yeah. It's just not, I just, I like going places I feel a little safer than there. Yeah. And I know a lot of people have gone, and it's been an amazing experience, and they were very safe because they all came back, but mm-hmm. just not my kind of, you just never know what's going to happen and when. Yeah. I would go. <laughs> <laughs> ah! <laughs> I know. I know. All right. <laughs> we have um, Vicky's Kidnap 101 and Flashdance. All right, um, let's go with uh, let's go with Flashdance. All right, just for Barbara Jean. All right, we have been having all kinds of like wedding and um, relationship stories lately. We have, um, which has been kind of interesting because mm-hmm. usually I don't find those, but some of these that have been popping up have been very, very, very interesting. Yeah. Okay. So family standoff is playing out in real time on social media. Mm. Imagine that. And it's okay. not about the Kardashians. Oh, no. I know. Uh, what desc- do we do? So describing herself as a 26-year-old, um, shared her story um, with others and asked for their recommendation on how she's handling it. Over 8,000 people have <laughs> reacted wow. to the pre-wedding drama so far, while some 3,000 have shared comments with the woman about to be married. So it seems like she has asked her older sister not to attend the wedding. Okay. 
out of fear of what the older sister would wear to the wedding. Okay. And that the dress would be so revealing she would flash people. All right. And did not want her older sister flashing people at the wedding. Mm -hmm. Does that mean like you have to wear a lot of really flashy dresses as a woman to get that kind of reputation? I don't feel like that's a one-off. No, you could just wear things that are lower cut or shorter and have a tendency to get hammered and not keep track of where your hems are while you're bouncing around with your giblets. Giblets, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, she says, uh, providing more context, we were raised in a liberal home where we were allowed to wear anything mm -hmm. or nothing at home. Oh. That, I would say, is a very liberal home. I bet they had lots of plastic beads decorating the uh, house. Mayhem. Her mm -hmm. sister is always dressed very skimpily and didn't mind because it was what I was used to at home. Mm -hmm. She said, this time I'm feeling... Uh, a certain way because my wedding will be in February 2020. My sister, who is also one of the bridesmaids, has shown me what she intends to wear. Well, if she's a bridesmaid, isn't she wearing a bridesmaid's dress? I don't know. Or did she give that? I'm going to go back to the family that says you can wear one or you can't one. Well, Maybe she told her sister, just dress like you do at home. A lot of brides these days, because there's so many different bodies out there and, you know, no one wants to make their friends look ugly unless you're a real bee. Um, so... They will tell the bride. They'll tell the bridesmaids that they can wear mm -hmm. as long as they're in the right color. They can wear their own dress. So that's what I told my bridesmaids. I, I wanted it to be the same kind of fabric and the mm -hmm. same color. Mm -hmm. But you know, pick whichever dress you want to get. Boy, we we've jumped over the Rubicon with all of this because now being a bridesmaid can be like a ten thousand dollar thing in today's society. Well, it could be. Because you, you have brides who are like, hey, we want you to go here and we want you to do there and yeah, we want you to do this. Yeah, you have a destination we, we have a des No, no, we have a destination bridesmaid. We have a mm. destination dress. Oh, yeah. We have a destination. There's the party you got to throw in because mm. you're the bridesmaid. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's all the dress, right? Yeah, all this everything. stuff. The hair, the makeup, if you got to pay for that. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, it's a lot. Yes, it's a lot. Dudes get to rent a tux and we're done. Uh, yeah. However, uh, she said, after being, I said, I'm uncomfortable with my... Um, sister being around my fiance and his family yet the bride's parents said they saw nothing wrong with her outfit of course not of course not they've been saying that their whole life wear whatever you want like i said teach your children to hear the word no mm -hmm. it's an important skill yes feel like I'm being unfair since I have no right to control what people wear. And I also let all the bridesmaids choose whatever Except design they you do they if you're hosting the event. It is yours. And if you are a bridesmaid or a groomsman at a wedding, then you are there in uh, literally in the service of the bride and the groom. And if the groom's uncomfortable with his sister-in-law being uh, naked at his wedding, if the bride's uncomfortable with it, then that's, that's, that's reality. Like, mm -hmm. that's just it. Barbara Jean's like, I wore Fredericks of Hollywood, so I don't see the problem. <laughs> I, I, she literally did. I talked to her brother, uh -huh. and he said that he walked in, and he was like, okay, well, I'll let you get your dress on. And she's like, this is the dress. Is and the he's dress. like, okay, we're walking down the aisle then. <laughs> we're good. Yeah. Uh, she also commented, um, or is it, uh, where did she... Oh my gosh, I hate when I lose my place. I did that to you. I'm sorry. I know. It's all good. Um Oh, she said on Reddit, she feels that she's being unfair. And we talked about that. Mm -hmm. Oh, I lost it. I completely, oh, the, the husband-to-be said he saw nothing wrong with the dress. Okay. So you know that he called. So now the, the bride really But you know the, the, the groom called mm -hmm. the groomsman and said, hey, I got a picture of what my sister's. Or my wife's mm -hmm. older sister is going to yeah. wear. And they're all like, dude, yes. Yeah. The groomsmen are the taking bets. The are like, no, don't, don't mm -hmm. make her change dresses. They're probably taking bets on Nip Slip, on reenacting the oh, late yeah. 90s, early 2000s, Britney Spears, mm -hmm. up the skirt situation. Like, they're taking all kinds of bets. There are grooms that were like, I was almost going to cancel the wedding, but now I'm coming for sure. If <laughs> yeah. she's going to be there, I'm coming for sure. That's just how it works, They might make out right? on gifts, depending on... On one <laughs> side, you've got the, the bride. I don't want you to wear that in a big fight. On the other side, all the, the grooms are like, please, mm -hmm. please wear that. Yes. That's please. Different strokes for different folks. Yes. And there's so many meanings for that. And <laughs> I'm going to leave that there.
Leave it right there. Robin, thank you for the stars. Yes. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right. Um, all right. So that, we've got. So, Barbara Jean, that story was all for you. It was as close yep. to stripping as I could get, <laughs> and it involved parents and siblings. So, I did my best. Yep. All right. Uh, Vicky's in Kidnap 101. Let's do Kidnap 101 and hold Vicky's till the end. Okay. Right, so in South Florida this week, a man uh, was walking in his parking garage okay. near his home. All right. He was kidnapped by three men. What? Who then waterboarded him and tortured him because they wanted him to, to help them with this plot to do something. I was going to ask, are these his groomsmen? <laughs> Apparently, they were not happy that the older sister was not going to the exactly. wedding. <laughs> Follow up on our earlier story. <laughs> All right. Oh, gosh. Was this, a, was this a college hazing? No, no, no. Um, okay. So, the, the alleged victim played along until he got, uh, he got away long enough to call in a bomb threat at the location, which <laughs> sent a massive police response, right? I so mean, the, why the, wouldn't you just call 911? I think the bomb threat was justified okay. if I'd just been waterboarded and they yeah. wanted me to, to become partners with them in a criminal enterprise. Okay. I'm go, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go. Well, I guess that's going to escalate response I'm going to go DEFCON 1 with that. I'm <laughs> yeah, just going all just... the way, right? I'm not going to, <laughs> hello, um, can you get to me in an hour or two? I was right? just kidnapped and waterboarded. Uh, no, this yeah. is not a frat hazing. Yes. Yeah, I get, okay. I and he got it. kidnapped at 7.30 a.m. So I've heard criminals don't like to wake up early. No, these guys are wearing fake badges and had a car dressed up like it was a police car with lights on it. Oh, the car was in costume too? Yeah, and they told him they were cops and that they wanted him to do this. Well, apparently... Is this one of them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the face tattoos. I think that would be the first tip-off that, that it's not a cop. That would be mine that it's not a cop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He looks like a small child got a Sharpie and he took a nap mm -hmm. with like a daycare of kids with Sharpies. Yes. Just imagine that. Said so something similar happened to Pedro Peggy Rosero, the former husband of Real Housewives of Miami star Alexa. I can't pronounce the last name. Achivaria. I, I don't even watch Real Housewives of anything. I watched a couple seasons of California and New York, and then I noped out once it got to New Jersey. Yeah, they brought him to an Airbnb in Plantation, Florida, threatened him with a pistol, stun guns. An electric drill before waterboarding him in the bathroom. Still want to just call 911 and say, hey, do you think you can get to me? Or are you going to call the bomb threat in? Well, I mean, I would hope that 911 would come expeditiously, but you're right. A bomb threat would. They held him for 12 faster. hours mm -hmm. before allegedly hatching the plot to use him as the bait for their intended target, who they discovered was his coworker. Ah, so it was the wrong guy? To wrong begin guy. With? They picked up the wrong guy. <laughs> 100% picked up the wrong guy. They put the car in costume and everything and yes. it's the wrong guy. And they picked up the wrong guy at 7.30 in the morning. Apparently, they'd not had all their coffee. These were the Keystone Cops. See, I told you they don't wake up early. Mm -hmm. They're the fake Keystone Cops. Yeah. The cartel Keystone Cops. Yeah. When the police arrived, they arrested one of the um, alleged... Alleged. ...kidnappers as he lingered to record the victim on a cell phone video... The other two men tried to flee in the Porsche, but crashed down the street. <laughs> they crashed These the are Porsche? smart guys. Is yeah. it Porsche or Porsche? Porsche. Porsche. I, don't I don't know. I don't know. I've heard all kinds of different ones. Yeah, I've heard it both ways. Andy says if they'd gone to the diner and gotten <laughs> breakfast, it would have been better for all of them. <laughs> what, was it the Snickers commercial? Uh, that, about being hungry? Yeah. Yeah. They clearly yeah. did not have Andy's breakfast no. or a Snickers, and no. they grabbed the wrong guy and crashed the getaway car. They did nothing right here. I want to know who hired them. I bet they even kept their location services on, on their cell phones. I want to know who hired them. Somebody hired these guys or suggested to them that they should kidnap them. Yeah. That's the real dumb and dumber behind this thing. Yeah. You know, he was probably like the cousin of the bigger boss. And yeah. it was like, we've got to send him. Don't do that. Yeah. It's gotta be. Uh, I, I just, I look at that. And I think there's so many things going wrong here. You kidnap the wrong guy. Mm -hmm. You pretend to be cops. One of the guys clearly looks like he could never be a cop. Yeah. You torture the guy for 12 hours before you figure out that he's not your guy. Mm -hmm. Right? Thank God well, they didn't cut fair, body parts off of him. I would also say you got the wrong guy. Like, they're probably like, oh, everybody tells us that. <laughs> I don't, th I think this was their first time. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't think this was a practice group of guys. They've probably been involved with it before. Do you think one of them said, should we practice on one of our family members first or just kidnap somebody random and see what happens? You got to give them at least one gold star because they did wake up early. I'm giving them they woke up early <laughs> or they just stayed up all night. Yes. But had they gone to the Anastasia Diner and gotten a good breakfast, they would have mm-hmm. been fine. I was there this yes. morning. The breakfast was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. No vibe nutrition. They didn't work out with Sal. They didn't no, get their head they, right. They got nothing going on. No. You know what they could have used? What? A spin class. They could have If used they a spin had class. been in a few spin classes, mm-hmm. it would have reformed their lives. It would have given them mm-hmm. something to live for and look they forward to. They wouldn't have even been there. Not going to be a spin class where they're going. Pretending to be post Malone well, knockoffs. Sure, I'm a cop. Maybe a spin class of a different kind, but they're not going to be going to the Davies spin class. Ooh. I know. I believe there's a name for that position, and I'm not telling. I'm not saying <laughs> it either. I'm just saying that maybe, possibly, you know, who knows what, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not your brightest criminals. No. Okay. These are not the brightest colors in the crayon box. Yes. Not the sharpest text. No. Thank goodness for the guy that got kidnapped. Right? Well, thank I goodness mean, if they he got were away. Ruthless killers after like the four hours, just waste them and move on, right? Go yeah. find it. But these guys hung with them until they realized, oh my God, he really is the wrong guy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I saw a story oh, today that got my attention on mm-hmm. Victoria's Secret. Yes. So I Googled Victoria's Secret. Is it Secret. hard to get your attention when Victoria's Secret is part of the story? I, it's not. Is that a challenging thing for you, Mike Davis? Mm-hmm. Well, yes and no. I would think it's challenging to not look when you see I a mean, story illuminating some behind-the-scenes drama at Victoria's Secret. Well, yes and no. There's stuff about okay. Victoria's Secret. I just like, it's it's fine, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I don't have this huge love for it, mm-hmm. right? Um, but yes, Andy, it wasn't pictures. It was a story. So I Googled it and you should I should see the video link. <laughs> oh yeah. That's no, it's funny. Cause, uh, the mailman used to call, um, Victoria's secret magazines, the poor man's playboy. Yeah. Yes. That's that what makes the, sense. Yes. It, that's what it was. called. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So I Google it to get all the information because mm-hmm. if it comes out on, on you Fox, got lots of stories, if it comes out on Fox business, I can't mm-hmm. print it. I got to go get it a different source. Okay. So I went to go get it. So the original story that got my attention, I will get to. Okay. But, and, and I thought it was interesting. It was about their sales and how they're changing their marketing and some things they were doing maybe didn't work. He but, saw Victoria's Secret and dropping in the same headline and he's like, click. <laughs> no, it says ditches. I didn't know what they okay. ditched. I thought maybe, you know, never mm-hmm. mind. So I find this other story mm-hmm. about Victoria's Secret debuts a collection designed for women with disabilities. Okay. And I thought, okay, finally something that's out of the, the um, artistic industry or the Hollywood industry or the clothing industry mm-hmm. that instead of being... Telling me I have to think some way politically. Victoria's Secret is clothing. Is actually doing something good. Okay. Right? Actually thinking about, hey, we have women uh, that we need to design a different type of lingerie Mm -hmm. for, undergarments for. And I thought, finally, this is putting putting something I can only think of a handful of things that might require specialized undergarments. Well, suppose you, you had lost a limb. Yeah. Um, or you're in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. So some of the pictures were um, women in wheelchairs, mm-hmm. right? And so you, there's different things. A lot of magnetic clasps. Let me put it to you that way. Okay. All right. Magnetic clasps. I can see that. Yep. I can see like being able to buy mm-hmm. one side fully padded for people that have had one breast removed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to customize that kind of thing. Um, I don't know what kind of underwear accommodation you would need though as far as panties we're well, going deep sorry you're you yes you've run with it because as a woman i'm a shopper <laughs> you're, you're like wait a minute would i buy these anyway i know what you're doing right so um this i thought was interesting i don't know what a victoria's normal... secret does not have a lots to love section i do not wear victoria's secret anymore i'm sorry they don't have a what to love section lots to love what is that my size okay okay <laughs> i that's what we call it in my family okay Got it. You get to a certain size, you go into the lots of love section. Okay, all right. <laughs> lots I, to I, love. Okay. So, um, in the adapt, they have bras priced like 37 bucks. Is that a good yes. bra price? It's They're high. Okay. I mean, they're high for someone like me. Yep. But, you know, it's probably about average for their customer. And they're not going to... This, the person that only wears Victoria's Secret is not like, oh, $37 for a bra, I'm going to Walmart. I'm trying to remember the country singer that had a Victoria's Secret line in her song. 
37 actually seems a little low from what I remember from Victoria's Secret. Yeah, I thought it was a little low too. Yeah. As far as average price, I don't know if that's average price. Yeah. Trying to remember the uh, Gretchen, Gretchen Wilson. She had a line in one of her songs where she said that Victoria's Secret was too damn high priced and you could get the same damn thing from Walmart for half price. Mm-hmm. I believe I was pretty close to getting the right quote. All right. I was Look like, at you go. Gretchen, I told you, you, you pay go. attention with Victoria's I, Secret comes into play. Yes, I, I remember just from that one line. So, yeah. Anyway, I just thought that was kind of interesting yeah. that they they were doing it. So that was, okay, kudos rem- to them. So that reminds me of a stripper story. Yeah. And I think I've told this on air before. Mm-hmm. But there's a strip club next to the Air Force Base where I grew up called the Matador. Okay. We had another name for it that I can tell you off the air. <laughs> I don't, yeah, please tell me off the air. Barbara Jean's pushing us our limits. I've already cussed once on the show. You have. Yeah. We've done all kinds um, of stories, so let's kind of keep this I told you, Wacky Wednesday. Yes. Um, so, when I was dating a guy in the military, and um, I, every only story, his ev- friends Every story of Amanda that starts with, when I dated a guy in the military, mm-hmm. is always worth quieting down from listening to. <laughs> so, please go ahead. Only his friends were able to give me this report. He never went, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but while we were in a relationship, uh, evidently the Matador hired a dancer who had Down syndrome. And okay. I, I was appalled. So like, that is, that's so exploitative. And the guys were like, what should they do? Discriminate against her and not mm-hmm. hire her because she's special. So that opened up a very interesting conversation. It's a conundrum. <laughs> I mean, part of you wants to go, it's all wrong and ex- exploitation. Yeah. But you think, well, the other girls are being exploited too. Yeah. Evidently, it didn't work out with her in the high heels on the stage. Um, there were stories that I will not share out of respect for this poor girl. Um, so she ended up as a cocktail waitress. Wow. But she did. I heard she got very good tips because no one wanted to like shortchange the girl that had special needs. Well, I, look, I, I would think um, this is kind of a harsh thing, but there are women that are that are waitresses in those mm-hmm. that know full well they can shame guys into a bigger tip. Oh, absolutely. I would 100% think flirt with them or whatever. I would think they're like, well, I'm either going to flirt with them or shame them into a big tip one way mm-hmm. or the other. So, There's lots of ways for women to get things from guys. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. I have. I really have. Okay. So <laughs> here's the story that got me to Victoria's Secret. Okay. So it says here that the lingerie chain um, is redirecting their marketing and getting rid of some of their wokeness. Mm-hmm. That they're realizing that people love beauty in lingerie. Mm-hmm. And that they should get back to what made them Victoria's Secret. Yeah. Because they've had quite a few changes over the years. They have. They've had some body positive advertising, mm-hmm. which I don't really see Victoria's Secret advertising anymore. So it doesn't bother me one way or the he other. Never. He has not seen a Victoria's Secret uh, ad in over 20 years. Uh, 15? I'll go 15. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, adding to the numbers, the lingerie brand projected that uh, their revenue for 2023 is about $6.2 billion mm-hmm. selling women's underwear and lingerie. But it's still 5% lower than 2020. So they, okay. they made all these changes to try to appeal to a larger variety of women, mm-hmm. but their sales went down. Yeah. Which they're going back in their marketing period saying, well, maybe we should just... Well, so... Because they got rid of the angels. Yeah. They're bringing them back, though. I think they're bringing them back. They got rid of the angels. Mm -hmm. Um, They just announced that they're bringing them back, but they're no longer, it's no longer um, like the highest level, highest grossing, most searched models are angels. Now it's more inclusive and body positive set of angels. Mm -hmm. And there was like this whole process you had to go through in order to earn your angel wings you it wasn't just you're an angel so you get wings and so when they introduced that they were bringing the angels back and which angels they were gonna have this year um they just let all of them pick their wings and so the the women that actually like had to earn their bones and earned their wings through the whole process to get them mm-hmm. um, were pretty angry about that. But then they weren't allowed to say anything because they're super, It was part of getting the wings. They were super pretty ladies. And so they weren't allowed to like bash on the 
um, less high paid supermodels that are now angels. So they're not fully ditching the woke. Um, the new angels are, are on the woke side. The, the shoot that they used to kind of tease the reemergence of the angels was terrible. The photography on it was terrible. The set dressing was terrible. There's no cohesive, except that it was just ugly photos. Like the photos themselves were ugly. Um, that's the only thing that was cohesive about the images. It was terrible just from a photography I, I and love marketing everything standpoint. that you just said. In my defense, I knew nothing about the shoot. I knew nothing about the models. I knew nothing about how good or bad it was. Mm-hmm. So apparently one of us is more interested in Victoria's Secret than the other one. Well, so I listened to <laughs> a lot of a lot of commentators on YouTube that talk about politics and current events. Yeah. And shockingly, a lot of male YouTubers were really excited at first when they heard the angels are coming back. And so I heard a few a few stories about the angels coming back. I, I don't I don't really care. Yeah. Right? I didn't care when they left. I don't really care now. Mm-hmm. I'm happily married. I love my wife. I don't, you know. Mm-hmm. She doesn't, you don't need no stinking angels. You have one at home. She doesn't like Victoria's Secret. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, I haven't, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, 2021, Megan Rapinoe, you may have heard of yes. her. Yes. She seems to be a great soccer star. Mm-hmm. Um, at one time, called out the brand because uh, before it had been revamped, claiming it had sent out a really harmful message that was yes. patriarchal, sexist, mm-hmm. uh, viewed not just for what it meant to, to be sexy, mm-hmm. uh, by what the clothes were trying to accomplish through the male lens and through what men desire. Yes. All right. So that was her. And I don't, to certainly, I don't disagree with what she had to say. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, however, Chief Executive uh, Martin Waters uh, reportedly admitted that the inclusive initiatives, which they've done over the last three years, mm-hmm. uh, despite everyone's best endeavors, it's not been enough to carry the day. Yeah. So apparently, some of the other stuff, while it might be associated with patriarchal and sexist, mm-hmm. was selling more clothes. So I would, I would disagree. Wait, should we call them clothes? Lack of clothes. Well, they're selling undergarments. Undergarments. Okay. Which are kind of clothes. Um, I would disagree. Depending on how much with- undergarment there is. <laughs> How much fabric? Spoken yeah. like a true father who's had a daughter that I'm, I'm sure wanted. A dad here. Victoria's Secret. Um, so I'm going to disagree with Megan Rapinoe. I don't think only men appreciated the 90s and early 2000s era of Victoria's Secret. I think there were lots of women who are into women that also appreciated those advertising campaigns. Just because guys find it attractive, that does not mean that Women did not also find it attractive. So, as a guy, mm-hmm. if I'm looking at guys' clothes, uh-huh. and you've got models that are fit and in shape, mm-hmm. to me, probably mentally, mm-hmm. you're the psychologist, the clothes look better. If you put the same clothes mm-hmm. on Chris Farley, mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to think, hey, I want to go out and buy that. Well, so... Boy, there, go ahead. I'm ready to be psychoanalyzed. <laughs> well, you're selling a dream. Yes. That's part of what you're doing when you're marketing something. Um, if it's something that is like necessary for life, you don't have to sell the lifestyle and the dream of it. And so, so much of marketing is selling the aesthetic, selling the dream of what this can be. That's why there's, you know, that's why Paris Hilton was eating a cheeseburger for Carl's Jr. and Hardee's half naked and all greased up because you're selling the dream that she's going to be in your garage. There was a, eating a, there was a girl in that ad. There was the a girl. The burger looks so good. Yes. So you're, <laughs> you're selling the dream of it and that works both oh. ways. Girls want to feel like the women who are in the Victoria's Secret lingerie when they're in it. They want to step into that fantasy. I was that girl at one point that wanted to step in that fantasy. And then guys also like the like the images and they're more likely to buy the things for the women in their life if they like the images. Victoria's Secret's been busted for a lot of stuff over the years. Okay. Do you remember when they got busted for sending out a different catalog to men than they sent to women? I miss that. So we talk about the pink tax all the time and how if a product is pink, then the price is higher because girls are more likely to buy the pink glittery thing. Um 
than, you know, by the ugly, you know, whatever color. Mm -hmm. And so there's the pink tax that we hear about a lot. Well, Victoria's Secret got busted for if it was a male catalog subscriber, they sent out a catalog that had higher prices. And women were more discerning in what they would spend on their undergarments. Mm -hmm. And they actually did shopping. So they knew what the average cost of these undergarments Mm -hmm. were. And so they sent out lower priced catalogs to women. Because they wanted the women to be like, oh, that's a great deal. I'll buy it. And they wanted the men to be like, she's hot. I'm going to buy this. And so they got busted sending out a different set of catalogs to men than women. So basically, (laughs) men were taken advantage of because of their sex. Mm -hmm. You would think some people would that on the the other side, the patriarchals (laughs) would be supporting the fact that men were finally the ones getting taken advantage of. There's lots of ways that women can Uh, get money from men. Yes. So that is um, that was something that did happen. <laughs> so along the last of the stories about Victoria's mm-hmm. Secret today. Oh, I had one more thing. Yes, the, please go. The drop in their sales coincides also with the news that their founder was closely tied to the man that definitely didn't kill himself in jail, whose uh, little black book has been discovered, but we're not allowed to see who his clients were. Um who was the, the founder? The founder of Victoria's Secret, the CEO, um, the big head honcho of Victoria's Secret, was, it, was closely tied with Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein, and would supply Victoria's Secret models to Epstein's island and for Epstein's plane. So was this? So this is funny. And so what, a lot of these models have been abused in this way. So all of this, all of this drop in sales coincides with the revelations with that going on at the that, same time. So it, is it because they went woke? I don't know. Is it because they were associated with Epstein? So that man did step down and it's a more inclusive board and that's why they took it in the more woke direction. So it's great that you bring this up before I get to the next story. All right. Because uh, the billionaire former Victoria's Secret CEO. Yeah, he's a dirtbag. Okay. Uh, pulled that's his money from Harvard. So I guess oh, yeah. my, my question is, why didn't Harvard kick his money out after <laughs> yes, finding right, out threads, about, threads, threads. Yeah, about all of this stuff, right? Yeah. Why did they go, hey, uh, you were involved with a guy who was not really good. Mm-hmm. And by the way, you're part of the patriarchal society. Because we're not society. allowed to see the client list. I just think it's because Harvard wanted his money. But there were pictures that came out um, as a, as threads, a course. Threads, threads. <laughs> yes, threads, all the threads. Um <laughs> Which Victoria's Secret lacks? Very Thank few threats. Thank you, Mr. Um, Anonymous, for that. <laughs> so, you know, there were pictures that came out, and it's like, wait, these are all the, like, these are all the angels. Why yep. are the angels pictured in this house or pictured on this yeah. plane? And so that connection came out, even though we lack the client list and we're not allowed to see that. Um, another thing that Congress could do that would be of benefit to society. Release the client list. Uh, that list should have been out a long time ago. Oh, yeah. A Absolutely. long, long time ago. So, yeah, he's a dirtbag. He stepped away from the company because he. Um, it was made very apparent that he was cahooting with evildoers. So, pulling his money from Harvard, it's just bad guys with bad guys, in my opinion. And, yeah. Yeah. Bad guys doing doing bad guy things. What we need is the three guys to go get the money that the Harvard guy was going to give. Although, I, yeah, I don't think that taking money away no. from Harvard is a bad thing. No. They've got so much stinking money. They, they don't need your money. They've money to run the school for like 20 years and yeah. pay everyone's tuition and still have money left in the endowments. If I'm assuming he pulled his money because of the, the whole uh, Israel-Palestine situation that's ensconced I, in I Harvard. I like my idea. The controversy. The historic, I know, that's the what I'm historic saying. black colleges should be allowed to tax the Stanfords and the Harvards and the Ivy Leagues. Mm-hmm. Because they have a, um, a bigger endowment than the historic black colleges do. I wouldn't even so, ask them to do it. I would require that they have to give a percentage of their endowment to these colleges. This is called a progressive tax. This mm-hmm. is what a progressive tax is for those of us that work. Mm-hmm. The more money you have, the more tax you're supposed to pay. Mm-hmm. So the historic black colleges should get a tax off of the Ivy League colleges to help make up for the disparity. Yeah. It's one of the rare times I think a progressive tax is perfectly suited for the situation. Mm-hmm. Probably the only time. Yes. I think it would be instructional, and mm-hmm. I, I love it. Yes. Yes. So, I agree with you. I, I don't think that it's necessarily a bad thing for someone to pull their endowment from Harvard, whether you agree with him pulling it or not, uh, whether you agree with the dude or not. I, yeah. I don't care about giant 
colleges that charge exorbitant, ridiculous, unholy amounts of money for something you can get on YouTube videos and with a library subscription. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, tomorrow mm-hmm. is Thursday. It is Thursday. Uh, the Blevins boys will not be here. They have abandoned us. They have abandoned us for a concert, mm-hmm. which is a pretty good concert, I hear. I know, but it's still devastating. It's a big I know, blow. I know. Well, I guess you automatically get the win over the Blevins brothers. Woohoo! <laughs> no matter the Blevins boys, no mm-hmm. matter what happens. Yeah. But I am looking for a guest host to come in and play trivia. Mm-hmm. So I'll reach out to a couple of people and see if we can find a guest host. Yep. Uh, you still want to do the other one that would be fun to do tomorrow mm-hmm. is the uh, Coca-Cola test. test. I test. have been test. hoarding Coke products. Yep. Because Mike Davis has talked big about being able to detect any kind of Coke product and um, loving this one particular mm-hmm. Coke product. Yep. And so I have resurrected it from beyond the grave. And uh, so we do have a taste test segment that we can do. Yes. Uh, which will be fun. Which will be really, really fun tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, the morning show is on tomorrow. Yep. God, you know, I'd love to get in tomorrow to play trivia. Ooh. Vance Strange. Van Strange. Van Strange. You got to get his name that right if you too. want him to come. Yeah. <laughs> Mike's being called Van Strange. When inviting Van <laughs> Strange in in character tomorrow to play trivia. Mm-hmm. How much fun would that be? That would be fun. That would be awesome. I don't know if it's going to happen. What kind of trivia questions would we have I don't know if we have enough money to Van pay Strange. Van Strange. Oh, I would have all Florida trivia questions. Oh, no. I'd have gladiator trivia questions. <laughs> I have Florida cooking trivia questions. Like I, I do classical education stuff. Like ancient gladiators, oh, I might man. be able to answer questions. Oh, on. Oh no, no, oh no, Not American, like gladiators. American gladiators. It would be American gladiator stuff. It I watched be, it, but I was a kid. I wasn't paying yes, attention. It would be all kinds of crazy things that you could come up with. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, you know, if we could get Van Strange in, that would be awesome. Does Van? I was about to say, does Van Strange like Coke? But I think that question answers itself when you watch his videos. Does he like Coca-Cola? <laughs> Susan Johnson said she would tip in for Van Strange oh, to come on the show. Very nice. Maybe Van could raise a little bit of money yeah. before Florida Man Games. Yeah. I don't know. I buy don't your know. tickets. Maybe yeah. if you buy enough tickets for the buy Florida Man Games. Buy tickets for the Florida Man Game. Then we can get Van Strange on for trivia. Yes. You need Van <laughs> Strange on for trivia. We also need to get him to... Agree to Florida Man Spin. What is Florida Man Spin? <sighs> we talked about the 904 Now hosting a Florida Man Spin in Davy's class. Oh, yesterday. And all of the 904 personalities. Yes. All, everybody everybody from the 904 show up and do a spin class with Davy. I think that would be a fantastic montage for yes. the Florida Man games. I don't know how many seats are in there. There's some some regulars that would probably like to show up at that spin class too. Well, maybe we can get Davy to to let us rent the space out so it could just be us and we could set up cameras. Well, I know. I, I'd love to set up cameras and do all that stuff. Am I going to have to produce and spin? No, I'll help you produce. <laughs> I'll, I'll lug stuff. I'll be the okay. brute squad, but you're going to have to push all the buttons. I, Call the brute squad As a then. guy, I obviously don't know how to push the buttons. <laughs> as a woman, you know At how to push At least I know buttons. where the buttons are. You know how to push the buttons. I might forget to push them at the beginning of the show. But I know where they are. I actually left a note for Davey Echo yeah. Button. So tomorrow, Davey can look yeah. like the hero and remind everybody about the Echo Button. We need button. that note here because I forget. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I think we could get money for Van Strange to show up. And I do think the, the 904 Now spin mm-hmm. class would be awesome. Yep. Just think of that would be fantastic. how much great video you could get out of that to put on all year long. That would be fantastic. That would be wonderful. All of the 904 promos would be done. Yeah. Yeah, the fact of Troy walking in, touching the bike, and walking back out. I'm done. <laughs> My work here is done. Walks up to the handlebars. High five. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> that was a great class, Davey. Thanks for having me here. You know what he would do? By that point, Tiffany, who is currently, I'm borrowing from Troy's girlfriend and using in my Halloween decorations. Mm-hmm. She's um, she's a dress form. Tiffany would probably be uh, hired to sit in for Troy. And so it would be... What is Tiffany again? Tiffany is a dress form. Okay. That's okay. like the torso on a, uh, on a tripod okay. Okay. that you can okay. sew a dress on. Gotcha. Um, so she is currently in my front window as a haunted undead bride. Yes. And so she could, she would probably fill in for I Troy. I get it. I get it. When you said Troy and Tiffany, I began to get, I began sweating. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I just about. began sweating. Tiffany belongs to his girlfriend. I understand that, <laughs> but I still began sweating. All right. 
you guys tune in tomorrow morning, uh, the 904 Now, the show that's on in the morning. Yeah, that's what they call it. That's what they call it, the stoidum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dinner that in the morning, all the crew will be here, and we'll be back tomorrow with trivia and a special guest. Mm-hmm. Please let it be Van Strange. And we'll find out why Tiffany's make Mike sweat. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>